0: It's the week of
1: Christmas, and Dylan and Andrew are really enjoying it. Right now they're in the middle of prepping the episode, but I have a feeling a really big surprise is waiting for them. Hello and welcome to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sapo. And joining us for this year's Christmas special, we have
2: Libby Haverstick.
1: Hey! Look hi at that. Libby! We have hi, a guest guys. again, guys! <laughs> Do you recognize the last name? Chalk Squad. <laughs> This is a sister to Nathan Haverstick, previous guest and our voice of Chris. There it is. What a guy. Also, Libby was voice of Chris for the Case of the Secret Room part 1 and 2. Yeah. Yeah, you did help I out. Brought, I totally this is a this is that, a real uh, this is a real community effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by that I mean I just bully all my friends into this. Yes.
2: All the Haversticks. Soon you'll need I them.
1: mean, I was you've got a lot. Anyways. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll state before we get into too much that we are talking about episode 98, The Visitors. Oh yeah, we forgot to say the name. Great job. No, I mean, we can say it whenever. It's our show. That's true. Anyways, back to Libby. Uh, we're talking about Adventures in Odyssey. What's your history with that?
2: So, in like second or third grade, we listened to Odyssey episodes during lunch at school. Um...
1: I assume this was a secular school.
2: No, this was
0: a small, small private school.
1: You know how it is. A Mennonite school. Uh, Hey, Um, you're a step above Andrew's homeschooled. Yeah, it's true.
0: True. At least I went to school. Okay, all right. You
1: go to school where? Uh, In my basement. That's a reference to a lost episode. People
0: are wondering why I'm depressed. Anyway
2: uh yeah so besides that i'm not very familiar with odyssey at all i don't really remember remember any of the episodes we listened to um i've watched a couple here and
0: there sacrilege uh, uh we gotta watch one we haven't done we that cannot. yet cannot they are not canon i know they're not canon but they're bad <laughs> they're,
1: they're pretty bad I come don't on that.
0: come on man Uh <sighs> <sighs> What about for our hundred and fiftieth episode?
1: No, I'm not committing to anything. Like I know,
0: that. I know, I know, I know. I'm just spitballing. This I is for the
1: fans. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? I think everyone listening also doesn't want that. And if you do, tweet at us, and you will be ignored probably. Mmm.
0: DM me. <laughs> I am. The, I am the people's champion. <laughs>
1: That's true. Andrew does get a say in what we cover, contrary to some popular belief. <laughs> I do. I do. It's fun. Uh... All right. Well, that's a history with Odyssey. It's more than we've had with some people. Yeah, um, it's so I mean, do you remember still. like your favorite characters and stuff like that? No, no none of that. I <laughs> she listened to it during lunch that's not even like she didn't even choose it well yeah that's fair i just (laughs) don't know how much you paid attention or remember i mean
2: i did pay attention to them but i remembered none of it good yeah wit was familiar when i heard his name there you go and i know he was like the the uh the the old sage character
1: god yeah Yeah. he is is. yeah (laughs) (laughs) um as we've discussed many times many many times
0: it's just important everybody's on the same
1: page with that i that feel he is thinly veiled god yep emphasis on the thin no i mean he's notoriously like chubby. rotund yeah his <laughs> rotund is rotund worse than chubby I, yeah, well, actually, I should. Is. I,
0: should <laughs> I said that
1: that's notorious, but I do feel like they have really slimmed down wit over the years. Current oh wit is like weird. He is he's trying slim.
0: To lose weight. Give a guy a break. Yeah, I mean, they did give us the Do or Diet episode. Anything yeah. could be canon post
1: that. Right. I mean, he's also 100 years old, so you know. Yeah. It's... Really? I mean, time in Odyssey doesn't really count, but like. I mean, he was like 70 in the 80s yeah all right well do you want to get into it yeah i guess that's okay. what we do uh, 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 promo time well no not not quite yet i've got a little bit of context off the top
0: oh uh, okay which okay, is okay, just
1: okay. that like in the christmas episode canon uh this episode first aired december 23rd of 1989 wow yep and it is written and directed by phil waller mm-hmm. and it is on album seven on thin ice is track six all right, the album that has Andrew's favorite episode, uh, Ice Fishing, with <laughs> not Bernard. <laughs> nope,
0: not Bernard, just Tom and Eugene. Uh, Yeah, no, actually, this album, this is interesting, because this was one of my least favorite episodes on
1: this album, but as a Christmas wow. episode, I love it. This is, so I had the Christmas Classics uh, sampler album. Which, yeah. Although it's not really a sampler album, it's like four discs, but uh this was obviously on that um and i would heard it a bunch
0: yeah no i i've heard it so many times but i also like i remembered it immediately once you brought up the idea of covering the visitors uh but i also remember skipping it as much as i possibly could as a child (laughs) and i listened to it again and i'm like i genuinely like this episode oh yeah so we'll get into it we'll get into it
1: won't we libby oh we will (laughs) <laughs> All right. With that being said, I will now roll the promo. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Why would anyone abandon a little baby? He hasn't been abandoned. What?
2: child is ours.
1: The Barclay family Christmas
3: is disrupted by the arrival of three unexpected and mysterious guests. I hate to say this, but they kind of give me the willies. Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Who are they? The three of them have disappeared. They're gone. Find out on the next Adventure in Odyssey.
0: Good promo. Yeah, delightful music. I mean... Yeah, just right off the top, music in this episode, amazing. Amazing. I agree. Thoroughly enjoyed every moment of it. I mean I actually have I have a question for you, because you haven't listened to much Odyssey. No. <laughs> what was it like hearing this episode, which was a Christmas episode?
2: Well, I love Christmas.
0: Um Wait, actually? Oh, yeah. I that mean, was... you said that really sarcastic. I was that, sarcastic. Sarcastic. <laughs> that didn't sound sarcastic to me. Oh. oh okay.
2: It's my favorite holiday. Oh, I really? Love, I love Christmas.
0: Well, that makes sense, because for me, the Haverstick House does Christmas so well.
2: We we do Christmas. You yeah. do,
0: I mean, you know, say what you will about the Mennonites, they really got the Christmas cookies down. It's Your true. Christmas We're cookies- are not even Mennonite. No, you're not, but you come from Mennonite
1: <laughs> background, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Regional. Regional. Regional, Regionally (laughs) (laughs) Mennonite. Yeah, Yeah, well, and that's just, yeah, question in general. uh, Thoughts and feelings about, like, the format of an audio drama and, like, how it was to listen to it.
2: I wasn't a big fan. I'm a very visual person, Mm. so... I was doing more work than I wanted to trying to figure out the environment, like the setting. Um, I like seeing the characters. Mm -hmm. um, And when I'm reading, it's more like at my own pace and I can like, you know, take my time with it and like really build up how I'm seeing somebody. Or if I'm watching something, it's already there. And then I have like a mindset as I'm watching. Mm -hmm. Um, But this like... I could pause it, but you don't really pause, pause it. Like you're it, supposed yeah. to just listen to it the whole way through. Um,
1: I pause it constantly, but that's because I'm taking notes.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and I take notes too, and I try to keep up. Honestly, I do my best. If I feel like I can't, I would rather listen to the episode twice and not pause it than listen to it once and pause I it. Every get
1: time I get that. I have to. I try and do an outline, so mm. then that also impacts it. Sorry, not to cut you off about your visualization. No, that's
2: fine. Yeah. Um, So I wasn't super into the format, but I understand why they played it at lunch. (laughs)
0: that is an excellent point it does not require a screen yeah
1: well and it's that That keeps the talking
0: down it's the
1: thing that like right that i'm constantly aware of when like looping other people in on the show we ran into it with arthur we ran into it with like an episode my mom listened to just because she was curious whatever just like different things like that where people are like it feels like it's missing the visuals and i'm like Oh, no, this just feels like Odyssey. Yeah, is like just thing. Own of, like, thing. <laughs> of, like, we have a very different perspective because we grew up on it. Whereas, yeah. like, coming into it, I can definitely see the, like... Well, and also, like, it's easy for me to draw what the world looks like in my mind because I've spent so much time in it. Yeah. But oh you're just Lord. being thrown into it.
2: Yeah, like, I, well, I listened to this episode and, like that was it i basically have no memory of anything else so this is really the only episode that i've listened to yeah so if i did it as much as you guys did i think i would (laughs) get used to it
1: but i am not used to it sure well and then but and i don't want you maybe you shouldn't be (laughs) 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 what did you say maybe you shouldn't be used to it (laughs) oh yeah like like i think it's i think like yeah i'm Glad that you're not because it brings a different perspective than what Andrew and I can bring day in and yeah. day out. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah.
2: It's also more of like a children's show. Really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I am constantly
0: struck by that. And I do, I do have,
2: like, it, it, yeah, that's a whole other thing.
0: It's a barrier a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely get that. And this episode particularly feels very
1: kiddish. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Not to not to get too far ahead of ourselves. I loved this episode. This episode, a hundred percent just feels like Christmas to me. Um, and I may or may not have shed tears while listening to it during my lunch today. Oh, wow. I know. i surprised. I know. <laughs> I was as well. I did not know that it would have that impact, but I think just the combination of like it being super Christmassy in like the traditional sense of like that kind of like Christmas magic, yeah. the super like centrally focused on a family, like a lot of that dynamic feels extra Christmassy and just like a way that's nostalgic combined with the fact that like I listened to this episode a lot growing up. Oh, so yeah. like it's it's the odyssey nostalgia coupled with the christmas nostalgia into just like a perfect bundle for me to really get swept away. So did you actually listen to this episode around christmas time as a child?
0: Yeah, but... I, I didn't do that. But, see, also... I also tell <laughs> me and I didn't do that. No, but, like,
1: like, like, I'm sure I did, but I also listened to it year-round, because, like, mm-hmm. I had that Christmas album, but it was also one of, like, two albums I had on CD, so it just was in real heavy rotation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, pretty much
0: every night before bed, between the years of, like, three to... 15 (laughs) like not every night but most nights honestly would just listen to listen to odyssey like one episode or something like that and then it would end and i would fall asleep and you know before there was the oa club and listening to it on my laptop like it was all cds and you just put the cd in and you'd listen to the three tracks and you'd fall asleep somewhere in the second one my buddy
1: it was all cassettes oh it was all cassettes for you oh yeah i mean aside from like the stuff i owned but like because i got everything through the library it was cassettes we so we had cassettes as well and then it was eventually streaming on the website for new episodes but no so
0: i listened to i used to listen to like the wits end on the radio like website like religiously
1: yep like in multiple ways um (laughs) yeah So yeah, so the episode itself begins with like a retro Chris intro of her just doing her little thing, mm-hmm. setting up the premise of the episode with like really good like Christmassy Odyssey music underneath it. Well, it's not even retro because this came out. I mean, this is this is what the show was like then. Yeah, no, I'm not saying retro as in like at the time it was retro. No, no, yeah, I'm yeah. saying that like. Just having come off of... Like, we just jumped 30 years back in Odyssey history yeah, yeah. from last week to this. Oh, 100%. So, it's a very different... It's such a different feel. It, it feels is wild, wild that the same man wrote and directed both this and the Rydell episodes that we just finished. Yeah, no, I definitely feel that. I mean... Because I was not crying at the... Well, I might have been crying, but for other, other reasons. <laughs> reasons. Just general <laughs> emotional recent... distress
0: and disappointment. And
1: uh, fear? <laughs> yeah, lots of fear. Oh, love New Odyssey. Love um, New Odyssey. So this this was just a nice return to home.
0: Oh, yeah. Very nice return to home. I mean, like, my first note for the episode is uh, I'm not sure how, like... How is the sound warm, Dylan? Can you explain (laughs) that to me?
1: How do you make sound warm? I don't know. I don't know that there's, like, actually a crackling fire, but you feel like there is. It does. It does, at least in the intro,
0: for me. And that was, like, sitting down, getting ready for this. And I was like, wow, yeah, this does just feel like Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense because it is, like, this really idealized, um, like, what would a perfect Christmas look like? Kind yeah. of, essentially. Yeah. Like, I feel like as a kid, that was what I would want every Christmas to look like before
1: the homeless people showed up. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that that's kind <laughs> of the point of the episode. Yeah. It's like we start out with the whole family, like, opening presents under the tree. It's Christmas morning. George gets an overcoat. Mm. Donna gets earrings, which are not toys. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many times you look at not earrings? toys. <laughs> <laughs> you can Hmm. Uh, and uh and uh what? Mary doesn't get anything, because we don't care about her. Like, right, like yeah. they they go through and it starts with George being super excited about his overcoat, which uh Mary which he thanks Mary for, and then she's like, well, it was from the whole family. Um and then Donna gets the earrings, Jimmy gets a dune buggy, and then like that's the end of the scene. <laughs> yep. And uh oh, don't don't forget that uh
0: I'm pretty sure George tells was it mary yeah mrs barkley yeah yeah (laughs) i mean in my head she's mrs barkley it's it's fine um but george tells mary that um to make him make him hot chocolate
1: yeah i was like that was a little that was a little (laughs) ordering
3: i I, I was like
1: (laughs) but he was like oh jimmy and i will go outside and, and test out his car while you make us hot chocolate and she was like ah i thought so and i was like i mean i sure whatever i guess this is what that seems awfully bold to have that kind of expectation <laughs> yeah but also this is like 90s ultra conservative christian culture oh yeah oh even though yeah. it does feel very 50s like this feels like a well that's 50s what it was christmas. yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it the... feels like
1: merry christmas the war is over yeah like
0: well it's because wasn't weren't they obsessed with the 50s in the 80s and well, if you're conservative, in yeah. the 90s, it feels like the 80s. Well, I mean, this is still
1: 80s. This is 89. Yeah, it's yeah. Not e- I mean, it's Christmas 89, so it's almost the 90s. <laughs> but still, technically, the oh. 80s. Also, like, decades are mushy.
0: Um, decades are mushy.
1: <laughs> I can't tell you how many
0: times I've looked at a decade at the store and I was like, that's mushy. <sighs> what? <laughs>
1: Also, and, and maybe I don't understand the cost of things, and, like, I realize that they're, like, that they're speeding through this, so it's just like, hey, everybody gets one gift, and then we're moving on. But do earrings cost as much as a remote-controlled dune buggy? I don't know, man. We sell some pretty cheap remote-controlled dune buggies at
0: Target.
1: <laughs> yeah, but not the one that Jimmy's driving. Well, yeah, is he riding it? Or no. It's remote control. It's remote okay. control.
2: But also the earrings were like in a window, like in a that's store. That's true. Like, yeah, they're yeah. nice. They're, Shopping, they're probably store. nice earrings. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Fishbines Jeweler, <laughs> <laughs> yes. which is the jeweler, ju- right? Which is the jewelry shop from A Gift for Madge Guy. Is it fun callback? Ah, continuity. Um, we love it. Yeah, even though that's like a fictional story, but whatever. So it's
0: not continuity. <laughs> it's it's weird continuity.
1: <laughs> it's there. I think it's them trying too hard. We'll give it um, to them, but. But yeah, yeah. As the as the one person in this at this table who doesn't wear earrings, I felt like I had to I had to ask the earring question. I think
2: my earrings are like three dollars or something. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, my
0: earrings are like ten dollars. I think they're I don't dirt cheap. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I don't. I think changing earrings sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> well, yeah,
2: because yours are like you have the balls. So yeah, to I know. To That's a pain. Uh huh. So you get the ones with the is
0: like boop. yeah if you want to know what my earrings look like check
1: out my instagram <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> i hate myself <laughs> don't look at andrew's instagram unless you want a lot of thirsty pictures yeah. um so that's not a proud <laughs>
3: uh
1: so yeah so they go outside as we alluded to while the wife makes hot chocolate um the dad and his son go outside, and Jimmy's remote control car sounds like an actual car. That's why I thought he was riding on it.
2: <laughs> you know, if there were visuals,
1: no. <laughs> I had no problems one. knowing. One because they call it a remote control dune buggy. You just have to listen, Andrew. You know I'm bad at that. <laughs> I do. It's weird that this podcast exists. <laughs> Everything about me is weird, man. <laughs> But but yeah. So so, do either of you have experience with remote control cars, not successfully?
2: <laughs> well, so not. It does not sound as ho- it's not as hard as Mr. Barkley makes it.
1: Oh no! Do-do-do. See, I think it perfectly encapsulates. Like I don't know if you ever like, especially like the higher end ones. No, oh, like like what? Yeah, we had like cheaper what, ones. Yeah, right had cheaper we ones. <laughs> like what this is, where it's got like an actual so. What I'm picturing is my cousins had a uh, nitro remote control car. Because back before, like, I don't know, the last 10 years, battery tech wasn't good enough to have, like, a high-end remote control car. So they were actually fuel-powered. Oh. Which is what this sounds like. The fact that it sounds a bit like a high-pitched lawnmower is very much that. And boy, were those things, like, touchy... And like nobody messes with this unless they have like spent a ton of time practicing. I don't know. It's just like I was listening to this going, somebody had an actual experience with a remote control car and they wrote it into this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: because makes a lot of sense
1: then. Because all I
0: know are the really squir- squirrely tiny plastic ones. Right. Yeah. But then he makes the comment in there that's like, oh, it's made of only the finest
1: plastic, which like, that was a pretty funny joke. That is a good joke. It, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: So I guess I take back what I said. Well, no, I mean, you're, <laughs> you,
1: you, you've are you just had different experiences than me. And maybe this is a cheap one. It just, it, it it feels, I don't know. It just struck very true to me. I don't know. This is the perfect 50s. I mean, 80s Christmas. Right. Yeah. And like Jimmy is... Small
0: lawnmower, remote control
1: cars. <laughs> but J- Jimmy goes through this whole thing where he's like, he practiced driving this at a friend's house. So like he was already good at handling it. And then George takes it over. So that makes a lot of sense then. Uh Uh-huh. Because it lines up perfectly. That's what I'm saying. And then he completely laid it out. Yeah. So that's what it is. George is driving it around like a madman and crashes it into a shed. Yeah. Like thunderously. (laughs) And in my head,
0: I was so confused as to why it was so loud. I didn't realize that there were actual, like, tiny cars. (laughs) Tiny death machines. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: Tiny death machines. What? That is my new band name. Oh ah. Christmas album coming soon. Um, that could be interesting. So we then get a great line of a extremely like, obviously, this is not going to really apply to you, Libby, but for Andrew, how young does Jimmy, Jimmy sound? So young, <laughs> like a like a toddler, right? Because. Because he's the one actor who they never replaced and, like, they let age the whole way up, it is such a time capsule to go back to year two of Odyssey and hear him as, like, a tiny child.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, and again, so, like, I had a ton of really early Odyssey on CD, so, like, the uh, Camp what which also had, um, like, Jimmy Barkley and, mm-hmm. like, the worst summer vacation ever. That, Wor- worst summer ever, I think. yeah. yeah yeah um the great great episodes they both like just feature basically a zygote jimmy barkley compared to what we got we covered that episode where um uh connie runs into jimmy didn't we we did not we could have but we didn't oh we didn't well that does happen and i believe i have listened to it enough to know that boy does he sound tiny
1: (laughs) in this we made our point okay uh, now we actually get into the meat of this episode. Yeah. Well, after after Jimmy says the great line of uh, to his dad of just saying, just remember this next time I've done something wrong. Yeah, no, I love their dynamic. Honestly,
0: as as much as, like, this is supposed to be quintessential, like, idealized, goofy, it was just fun and it made me happy. And, like i listened to it today when it had just snowed like a ton for the first time this year like mm, it was so nice like i think that this episode probably made me want to go sledding today so i'm gonna blame it for my hip flexor problems now (laughs) you should have listened to snow day yeah
1: um so they open up the shed because there is something crying inside. And I do sympathize with George saying, is that a cat? Did they get the cat stuck in the shed again?
3: It sounded like
1: a cat. (laughs) Okay, Mm -hmm. thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I'm like, I know I haven't spent a lot of time around babies, but that does sound cat-like. No, yeah, I was thinking to myself,
0: man, that baby sounds an awful lot like a cat.
2: (laughs) It sounds like my cat before she throws up. Oh. So I know the
1: sound. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That does not bode well um so they open up the the shed and there is a baby yeah and they put it in a crib
0: and they they commented that like oh at least there's the they had the decency to put it in a crib like so they just assumed that the- i
2: think they called it a manger or did they call it no, no it's a crib i think they called it a cradle it was a cradle, oh, was a
0: cradle? i think it was a cradle not a crib because it's pre that's, that's yeah pre-crib mm, i forget that there's stages i sell cribs i should know this
1: Andrew Sabo, crib salesman.
0: (laughs) When people ask me questions about cribs and I have to answer them,
1: I feel like a crib salesman. Yeah. We're talking baby cribs, not rap cribs. For the record. Oh, thank you for clarifying. (laughs) Um I don't know. I don't know. I'm a
0: real estate agent. (laughs) Yeah.
1: <laughs> Andrew only sells to uh rappers. Yes! I, I paused to think of what the word for someone who performs rap music was. They are <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So yeah. This so they great. George monologues about uh this baby being left alone mm-hmm. and then out from the shadows step. Chris and Elizabeth.
2: Where were they?
1: Further behind back the in big the lawn shed mower. I guess Like I'm like They just opened the door A crack I guess enough To like shine light On the crib Yeah And then they're behind it Oh
2: I didn't I thought that they were Outside the shed
1: Oh no they are They definitely step forward In the shed It's fine It's Vegetables. an audio sh-
0: <laughs> Yeah no it's helpful I mean Again I just imagined A You just need a better shed. Imagination Libby <laughs> What you are you gonna do a- About that problem huh Nothing, I all guess. grown up with all that student debt and no imagination.
1: <laughs> Getting real. <sighs> okay. So, the parents are Chris and Elizabeth. The baby is Zachariah. But they want to call him Zach. That's true. But the his name is Zachariah. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> like and... I, I know I was mm-hmm. yes and Chris is almost Christ yep. um
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh.
1: oh. oh. I, I don't know why they didn't name the like I don't know why they didn't lean into it and at least like even if you're gonna like switch it around like have the dad be called John like it just like it felt like, like, weird or something yeah. right it felt weird that they went two out of the three yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Oh well. So Yeah. They we then uh scene cut to them inside getting hot chocolate. With uh yeah, so basically what ends up happening is like
0: they step out and they're like, No, this is our baby and um and <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what he sounds like. Like that baby's not abandoned. I, I oversold it. They are completely deadpan. Elizabeth and Chris are they sound almost entirely emotionless in that scene. For somebody who just got caught it
1: living in somebody else's shed. St- hiding out in. Yeah. Well, we don't know how long they've been there. When was the last time they checked their shed? I don't know, but I mean, if we were to believe their story, they're passing through. Yeah, that's true. They haven't been living out of the shed for like a while. but Or are they angels? We don't know they disappear i'm yeah i i mean i think canonically they are but yeah but it's also like they they walk that line just right to where like you don't you don't you really know you, you, you can you can read it both ways i guess but like i don't know um so it's one of those things that we run into with odyssey sometimes where it's like how literal are, is this what's happening right now your team it's your team it's literal
0: yeah i'm i'm feeling it's literal i man i said that we weren't going to get ahead of ourselves and now all i want to do is get ahead of
1: ourselves yeah let's uh, hey it's a good app um so yeah so we cut inside yeah Yeah. yep and they they um kind of do this whole film where they're like yeah we've been traveling we stopped overnight in the shed because we couldn't afford a hotel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, then George. Well, it's who, a kind of a long exposition. Who? Huh? S- who who calls the sidebar? Is it George or Mary? Who's like, can we, I think Mary yeah, maybe think Mary says, calls, hey, like, can, we sit, can we step out? And like, Mary. So they like go out of the, you know, dining room or living room and cut into the kitchen for one yeah. of those classic oh, yeah. parent conversations. Oh, yeah they give me the willies
0: why yeah why do they give you the willies is it because they have no emotions because that that did freak me out too
1: but
2: they didn't even have an accent like i don't know why she's worried yeah like so (laughs) they (laughs) have a
1: child you know this is this is what i was gonna ask is did like the there was zero red flags right like we we all had a great flag like i mean they were strangers but like beyond that
2: but like they live in a residential place. I'm assuming. Yes. Like there's people all around. It's a young couple with a baby.
0: Right. Is it just because they're homeless? Like it, that's it. Right. That's why. That's why you're scared of them. Like did they? Like did boy, they wait, that sounds yeah. Bad. I, ha- <laughs> I well, I
1: have a take on this later. That like yes. Um. But. But yeah, the it is it is just I don't know it, and I realize the point is that they're wrong. And like yeah, I appreciate oh, yeah. the episode for that, but it's also however really it really does. Hard. It's <laughs> just like they just came out of nowhere and are like, these people are scary.
3: It's
2: like literally on Christmas, like they just, <laughs> like you just, should be thinking, you like,
1: should be mm, ecstatic
0: about I this. I
2: wonder what we should do. Yeah, I don't know. Well,
0: they did invite them in, and they what They did was they they cast them off on wit, and then they felt bad.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, by the like, way, I think. Well, and I think the. Part of the nuance of this episode is being, like, it's not like they were, like, outright horrible to these people. No. They were just subtly crappy. Yeah. Which I really appreciate that the episode has that level of nuance. Yeah. That's true. Because it's not this thing of, like, they just, like, Ebenezer scrooged them. Like, they did nice things and they took steps and it wasn't even like they kicked them out on the street. Like, they set up additional accommodations but ones that were more convenient for them which mm-hmm. is the point it goes on to make um but yeah so like i appreciate that it's got that approach as well it's 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 hard because it, it doesn't i it
0: doesn't leave a very satisfying answer but i it might just be because i don't know that there's a really satisfying answer ever for that question of like what charity is good charity i mean can you do you know a good thing for a less than good reason and does that completely negate its value like where is that but now you're d- getting ahead of yourself yeah but <laughs> yeah. now we i am getting ahead of myself um <laughs> as he is wont to do
1: <laughs> yeah so but i really i really did like this episode yeah so so they they decide to they kind of go back and forth while in the other room like Jimmy and Donna are, like, having fun and kind of bonding with the family, which I think also propels them into action a little bit more quickly, the way that plays out, which I thought was interesting. Of just, like, the... Of, like, Jimmy and Donna seem... Like, they're really getting along and, like, taking a liking to this couple while the parents are feeling uneasy about it. So the parents, like, double down and are like, oh... We gotta like act quickly. Is that a bad read? No, I don't think so. I mean, they're protecting
0: their kids, and I get it. Because like, like I've yeah. seen my family like there have been lots of times where I feel like because my family is one to take people in, especially if they're like having a like a hard time, um, especially at the holidays. But not has happened Yeah. Well, once or twice. But anyway, like. And then there have been times where we've gone to bring somebody in, and then I see that hesitation, and it's kind of manufactured where you're like, "Wait a minute, we've done this how many times mm. you're you're picking now to be uneasy about this like they haven't really done anything like what 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 are you bringing to this party that's making you feel so uneasy about it um so like i as i as unreasonable as it sounds, I can definitely sympathize with the like with the Barclays. But also, like they're just wrong. yeah,
1: and that's what the episode is. like <laughs> yeah thank you. so they so they call up wit mm-hmm. because George goes, well, there's got to be like someone we can call some agency, someone that can like take care of them better than we could. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I know who like who knows those people. it's wit. And so he calls wit and then like we time jump pretty like abruptly yeah yeah
0: it felt like they skipped it because a lot of that a lot of the beginning of this episode is essentially chronological like right after like the next like there's not much time jump like you get up we got christmas morning go outside find the people come back inside we have hot chocolate like very much con you know there's continuity then they're getting ready uh Getting ready for the dinner table afterwards, and it's like you'll have the rest of the afternoon,
1: is something that's brought up. And here it's just like big jump. Yeah. Yeah, and so it cuts to what is Christmas lunch. Yep. Which Again, you have the rest of the afternoon. Who does that? We have
0: Christmas brunch.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then you have Christmas dinner. But they had dinner. They're doing lunch, and they're doing it with like Like, the silver, like, the fancy silverware, the nice china dishes, like, it is, like, a fancy lunch. And it's just their family, too. Yeah, yeah, it's,
0: it seems very, well, it feels like Thanksgiving, because did they mention there's a turkey, or is there a ham? There There is is a turkey. turkey. There's a turkey, right?
2: We have turkey on Christmas.
1: Yeah, but do you eat it at 12? (laughs) I (laughs) is the turkey for lunch though or the turkeys for she's making the turkey for dinner do they get it out at lunch i was i was presuming they were using
0: fine china they were gonna be eating the turkey that's that's what i was
2: i think they're eating the turkey it was like a later lunch okay that they called did they call it lunch or dinner
1: they called it lunch because there will later be dinner
2: i think it was a later lunch
1: okay Okay. That that
2: was but then the there's also
0: meal. isn't dinner technically lunch? Isn't that a thing? It can be. Like people call dinner, dinner lunch, lunch and
1: dinner or lunch d- dinner and dinner supper. Yes, is like a thing. Yeah, that yeah that happens for us on Sundays. I mean, it's it's gone away over the time, but like that's very much how my dad grew up, yeah. and so like lunch with the family is oftentimes called dinner. But, like, lunch at work is just lunch. What a strange life we live, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Can't lunch just be the same thing? No, everything contains multitudes, Andrew. It does. So, right. I I think it's got it. Like, I think the reason that it's lunch is because in order for the timeline of the story to work, it has to be lunch. He solved it. (laughs) Like, in order for them to go out and invite the family back in, this conversation has to be happening. Yeah. At something. Yeah. And it's because they're going to do the Christmas reading. It would be weird if it was like a lax brunch kind of thing. So they're like making it like Christmas dinner at lunchtime. And then there will be another Christmas dinner. And maybe the second one will involve other people. And we just don't know about that. Or maybe it will be back. I mean, we get the impression that it's just the family. Which I found was interesting as well. Because my Christmas has always been with extended family. Yeah. Yeah, Especially the big meal like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. as many people as possible in the smallest pace possible right and then COVID. um (laughs) yep and now we're just alone it's fine it's great don't don't uh don't have massive christmas dinners people yeah it's It's not not for the best (laughs) oh be responsible um okay and sad The, the, the two important things for this Christmas: make Be responsible, we have to
2: make sacrifices. Andrew,
0: <laughs> you can be
1: sad about making a
0: sacrifice,
2: but my boyfriend's still coming to Christmas, so like I'm fine.
0: <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Yeah,
1: I need a boyfriend. <laughs> It, it's true, she you does. Talk, <laughs> yeah, oh. I know. <laughs> Notoriously not single, Andrew.
0: <laughs> I've been single for a year. Oh boy! Wow. <laughs> um. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, There's a callback. I I got the callback. Well, yeah, she didn't. Yeah, I realize. Great. So glad we addressed that. Um. So okay. So yeah, they're they're getting ready for. For Christmas lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy's playing Zappozoids. Two. episodes um, two. Very important. Canonically important to note. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, One of my favorite just like little bit moments in this episode, which is Donna being like, Ah, oh, it's a good thing like that family's no longer here, because we only have four good sets of silverware after Jimmy threw it in the dishwasher. It just... That's so real. It's so perfect. Like, you guys both have siblings.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, that
1: just feels so real. Somebody
0: heard that in their house, and then they went to...
1: And they wrote it down. (laughs) Just, like, the classic, like, there's no reason you need to, like... Have a dig at your siblings, but you're going to anyways? Oh, yeah.
0: oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. And it always involves putting something in the dishwasher that doesn't belong in the dishwasher. <laughs> <And> it's <laughs> on a holiday, too. Oh <laughs> my everything gosh. Is already tense. <laughs> it's just
1: good, efficient you storytelling. Love me except my love. <laughs> Like, it's just quality (laughs) storytelling in that that's how we also set up that the family's no longer there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that's the only, that's the first moment that it's, like, firmly established that they've left. Yeah. And it's in this, like, snide comment that Donna is making that, like, she would, had that family not been there, and they were just setting up for four, she would have just said... It's a good thing we didn't invite anybody over for Christmas because Jimmy destroyed the silverware. Like, she yeah, was yeah. going to make that dig regardless of what had happened this morning Inevitable. because that's what a sibling relationship is. Yeah, I went sledding with Grace
0: today, and we were literally yelling at each other while we were taking turns sledding, just being like, you have so many concussions. Well, yeah, well, you got stupid pots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's you're <laughs> weak. You're an old man. No, I'm a young person. No, you're an old man. No, I'm a young person. <laughs> yeah, we, we we love it. Yeah, sibling rivalry.
1: It is delightful. It's and just meaning. Yeah, it's just life. fun. I don't know. I love it. Um and so so yeah, so then they I, I don't know, George recaps kind of what had happened at this point where he explains that like wit. Ended up taking the family back to his house because he has a room set up just for this sort of thing. And then he'll connect them with an agency after Christmas. Yeah. Which is, like, the moment that Wit tells George that over the phone is the moment George needs, it needs to click for George that they're screwing up. Yeah. Because, like, it's one thing to be like, oh, we are, like, passing them off on an agency it's another thing to be like we're passing them off on another person who will then do th- like they they, they, yeah. they added a middleman that they didn't need yeah yeah
0: yeah essentially it was like well at least it's not our problem anymore and wit's all alone so it's perfect like
1: well but actually wit has his family there for christmas oh this year. that's right they make a point of like recognizing that it's a whole big thing on this album
0: yeah it's brought up multiple times
1: right and so so it's like it's this added thing of like they put a burden on their friend at Christmas because they weren't willing to like handle this themselves. And they mentioned
2: yeah. that, but they're like,
1: it's, nah, fine. It's, fine. "It's fine. It's fine. It's wit. He'll Right. So. Exactly. And it's like, and wit's never going to say no. No, obviously. But but it needed that. Um, when we when we did the Kelly episodes with Arthur, mm-hmm. there's that moment where Wit comes over and tells the Washingtons like pretty firmly about like kelly's desire to move in with them and he Mm -hmm. like doesn't put his he's not like saying you need to do this but he's like putting his finger on the scale a little bit to pressure them yeah and i'm like you could have done that here with it would have been good (laughs) maybe he is by doing the right thing Mm. i know just that (laughs) that family thing of just like we're kicking like yeah we are Pushing this family off on another person on Christmas is just like, how must they feel to just be like, oh, yeah, we're an inconvenience. You're right. You're too much of an inconvenience to us. Let us give you to our other friend. Yeah. Yeah, no. So my whole thing
0: is nobody is asking these homeless people what they want this entire episode. Nobody's like, hey, you're passing through.
1: Do you want help? Yeah.
0: I don't they, know. <laughs> they make a point
1: of it in the car chase later on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, like, yeah, it is it is a thing. But also, like, right. I also think, like, it, and we don't see enough of scenes of, like, the conversations going down here. Mm-hmm. But, like, I imagine that no one is, like, if the family put up resistance. hmm then this wouldn't have happened. Yeah, like I think I think that there is a level of them being willing Entirely to go. Emotion. <laughs> well, there's that, <laughs> but like, but like, I don't think that they're actively going. Like, oh no, what's happening to us? Like, we're being whisked away on something that we don't want. Like, I yeah, think that they, yeah, that they yeah. have to have a level of participation because no one can because we're not like our characters are not forcing them into a house. Mm-hmm. Now they might be uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. and there could but be better been no communication there but like percent. i don't right it's yeah just trying to be fair to both sides on that no hey we said they then get into they're sitting down for the dinner mm-hmm. and it's kind of like chatting about it leading up to it and george brings up goes to it felt like he was giving a speech a little bit did yeah, you get that yeah, vibe? yeah he's 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 doing like a pseudo sermon yeah. like it, in that way that like dads do at christmas yep like yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. right like every yep. every like yep. eternal figure started. feels I the need um, a
2: passage here that i uh, pulled up from uh from luke <laughs> right like because yeah.
0: you are my seed and you have nowhere else to go <laughs> you are stuck here and you will listen to me talk about god until we get to eat <laughs> oof um, but it's
2: three o'clock in the afternoon. You haven't eaten since breakfast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which was before presents. Ew. No, no. Breakfast is always after presents. It's during presents. During presents? During presents. Mm-hmm. We put the, that's a revolution.
2: We put the cinnamon rolls in the oven. We re- unwrap some presents. I think we do our stockings first. I can't really remember.
0: No, they've got and it then, down to a science. This makes
1: sense to me now. And
2: then we take a little break. Eat our cinnamon rolls drink our coffee
1: you guys have enough presents for a break bougie yeah I know. <laughs> imagine <laughs> the endless
0: christmas. wealth that they, they do christmas right i mean <laughs> clearly that's uh if you want a good christmas no i mean I we we, we also <laughs> that's just crawling like, we into, i mean those cinnamon rolls are to die for though mm-hmm. they are
1: yeah. so good we <laughs> essentially do the same thing we just do all, all the presents while yeah. the food is being readied yep. and then and then go out and have the food okay regardless um so so right so george launches into this thing about thinking back about the previous year um back when odyssey had like clear years and it (laughs) is him referring to last year's christmas episode peace on earth in which they the barkleys learn the true meaning of christmas when their house is broken into and everything is stolen and the whole town comes together to give them gifts and it's like you know your most, like, sweet saccharine Christmas story. Not that this one is, like, less, but this one is a little bit. I don't know. This story has a little bit of grounding, I think? Maybe? A little bit. A little bit. Just, just like,
0: a, a I would say it started off with grounding and then became slowly less grounded.
1: <laughs> but more emotional. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. And so he's, he's talking about, like, the generosity of the town. Um, mm. And then... Uh, launches into reading the Luke 2 Christmas story. And this is an incredible voice performance. Yeah. Oh my Lord. Yeah. I was, it's so good. I was so impressed by Chuck Bolty in this scene of just like, you feel the waves of revelation coming over him as he reads. It was so good. Like he it, carries yeah. it really well. One. Well, and it, I don't know. That struck home for
0: me as, like, I read the Bible like that sometimes, where if I were to read it out loud, that's what it would sound like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just being like, ah, yes, story that I've read a bunch of
1: times. Oh, no. Oh, no. Really hitting home right now. All right. Yeah. And so... <laughs> right. And so it's, it's the whole story about, you know, Mary and Joseph not being able to find a place to stay. So they stay in the manger and just, like... Everyone is like, oh, okay. And like Chuck Bolte does a great job performing that, but you also, and sells it well enough that like you hear like the rest of the family also buying, like also filling in those gaps until like he like stops and then everyone's like, yeah, we screwed up. And yeah, yeah. And then then they, then they, they all flip
0: though. Yeah. Like they all... I've, I like that they all
1: know it. Yeah, like, they it's all not kind like, of
0: recognize it together and they're like... And that, right. I think, gives it, it, feels it its quintessential like, Christmas feel. Yeah,
1: but it feels like a family decision rather mm-hmm. than like the dad just had this revelation mm-hmm. like drags everyone else along for it. Okay, kids, let's go. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah. Well, and I, I, I like that... I like how much of a driving force... Jimmy and Donna are in this as well, especially yeah, in this latter sure. half. Like it's an adventure for them and their children, but also just like that, they're like the extra kick in the pants that their parents need, which just also feels very Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's just a, the episode feels Christmassy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm, we love it.
0: <sighs> yeah, this is, it's d- delightful. I mean, boy howdy, this is like a like a cup of hot chocolate, a mug, a mug. You don't
1: drink hot
0: chocolate out of cups most of the time dude have you ever done that
1: no not out of like uh like out of like a paper cup sure
0: oh that's fair the okay. foam
1: cups when we used to like i used to drink hot chocolate every morning at youth group that's true Or every sunday morning Oh, wow. yeah oh. <laughs> throwback and then they had the vanilla no nope. the, the vanilla cappuccino one dude. no just the hot chocolate always they what? had vanilla yeah cappuccino. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the, the french vanilla and they had and it was bad yeah it was so bad yeah <laughs> but the uh the hot chocolate yeah it's the way to go i think i snorted that hot chocolate powder yeah that doesn't surprise me that like middle school andrew was no like, no i was a leader
2: <laughs> that's worse yeah <laughs> so much worse
0: they let this man be a leader <laughs> well let past tense correct,
2: correct. was very long
0: <laughs> gulp made it two whole years i don't know what you're talking about <laughs>
1: Yeah, I made it two and a half. Um, <laughs> it's true. And now another two and a half. They'll let me back. Um, <laughs> oof. So. You're going to cry now. It's fine. Hey, I mean, jo- join me. Join me in crying over this episode. Yeah. Um. So, right, so then it's the whole family, like, brainstorming what they can do to help out here. Yeah, and they get the house ready. Right, talking about, like, oh, we've got, like, all this old clothes that, Mm -hmm. like, they could wear, and we can... Jimmy's like, I'd love to sleep on the couch, they can have my room! (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'd love to... Oh, man, that was a thing, though. Do you remember doing that as a kid and being
0: like, man, if I sleep on the couch, I can watch television at, like, 2 in the morning.
1: No. Did no. you ever think of that no, as a, just no. as an Andrew thing. Wow, okay. One of the
0: few truly unique
1: to me experiences. Yeah, I've never, I've never like... Actively? I didn't sleep on a couch, I don't, like, ever as a child unless I was, like, sick. Like, it wasn't like a, that wasn't a part of my... I never got kicked out of my room to go sleep on the couch. Oh, I never was, like, given yeah. the choice to do it.
2: We were also the oldest, so yeah. I never had
0: to do
1: that. I always that. had to give up my room. Right, of course. always <laughs> Bottom of the totem
0: pole. I'm in the middle! <laughs> no, but well, you're like you're crazy. the one you're the youngest boy.
1: It's true. I am the youngest boy. New so, mixtape coming out soon. So the turn this episode decides to take, and I really appreciate it, is so they call up Wit mm-hmm. and are like, okay, like, we're all set now. We want him back. And he's like, no, they 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 left. Yeah. Like they just disappeared out of the room. It didn't even look like it had been touched. And immediately mary is like did they take anything yeah which mm-hmm. just like <laughs> white women um but like it just oh it just felt like so yeah it, it felt it's so gross poorly written and I, with that, I and i know that that's the point yeah but it's still like i was just like i hate that it's just it's it's the yeah
2: like it fits her character but I didn't like. But it. I think I think <laughs> right. the key it, for me
0: on. is viewing this as a period piece. If I can view this as a period piece, I can separate myself enough from the fact that they don't treat the women well,
1: right? Like right. But it's it the, still doesn't make me feel good. It, it's the <laughs> it's the whole thing of that, that's that's hard because it's like well, it's right. They're they're selling this episode as like everyone was at fault but they're still giving like the worst dialogue to mary she has the worst character and
0: yet it still comes through and she in she doesn't clutch even get it. a christmas present yeah she doesn't even get a christmas present she, she constantly gets off off shut it. down and you know what she comes through in the station wagon when she's like are we doing this for the right reason it's great I, and i will, will get I, to
1: it it is i want more mary <laughs> it's <laughs> Probably the best moment of this episode. No, yeah, it, it, uh, it, yeah. it is I'm gonna, my I, favorite I'm moment. Yeah. Stamp it with I that. I
2: it down. It's, it's good.
0: <laughs> the views of Dylan Weaver do reflect that of the Wad Fam chalk pad.
1: Stamp. <laughs> so yeah, so they're like, it's like, yeah, they they disappeared, and George and Mary were like, okay, well, I guess like we did what we could, and this is when. Jimmy and Don are like, no, we gotta like we gotta go after them. Like, I don't know, we just drive mm-hmm. around, see where they can find him. He's like, Well, Wits already looked for them, and they're like, well, We don't care. Like, let's, yeah. let's I see. I love the they optimism do. Of kids. <laughs> what?
2: I love the optimism of kids.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Like, cr- did you used to be optimistic? I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I How think- long ago so, was it?
2: I don't know if I was actually ever that optimistic.
0: No, you weren't. Not that I can never I remember. Been, I think
2: I've been just pretty pessimistic my whole life. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: it's, it's Notorious a... pessimist over here. Like yeah. That's yeah. part of my character. It's the way I was written.
0: I think I uh, have to be... I definitely have to be optimistic if I'm going to be a counselor. Yes, I
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> you also are generally pretty optimistic. I try to be. Yeah. You're the cheery one.
2: Is is that... Is that is that for show
0: (laughs) is that a question you want answered
1: on air
0: (laughs)
2: maybe not right
0: now i'm in therapy not actually not currently i miss you daniel
1: (laughs) i i wish this was the first time you name dropped your counselor on air is that it's happened before i'm not surprised before and i think i edited it out last time because i didn't like it that's fair it just feels wrong. No, you can name, you can edit it out. I mean, I don't... Yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll see what happens. I've got a week to decide. So, yeah. So then they, they go and they're driving around in what I imagine is like a wood panel station wagon. Like, oh, I don't know 100%. about you guys. No, it's a station am, wagon.
0: Canonically, yeah. it definitely is.
1: But I'm picturing just like, yeah, some great wood paneling, nice long vehicle, harsh angles.
0: My last note in my notes is, uh, this is why station wagons are good, because you can always haul home a homeless family if you need
1: to. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. They are driving around with
1: four people. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, they're, they're driving down these roads, and George is like, oh, we, you know, or no, Jimmy points out. He's like, oh, can we, what about that road? We haven't been down there. And George is like, no, we haven't, and you never should be.
2: Never alone. <laughs> Never
1: alone. This is the bad part of Odyssey.
0: Yeah. There's a bad part of Odyssey. I mean, it certainly sounds like it. I'm imagining like alley Gotham City like. Right,
1: I know. You know, Bruce Wayne's I mean, parents just got shot in this alleyway. <laughs> I mean, we don't know how wide their breadth is. Maybe they're in Oswald Heights, but mm. but it definitely feels like It feels weird the breadth. <laughs> <laughs> I just I think it's funny to imagine like perfect small town Odyssey oh, having yeah. like One like it's perfectly sunny. All the houses are painted like bright colors, and then there is one alleyway where it is constantly (laughs) night. Yep, everything is in black and white and falling apart. Well, and there are just rats. Storm
3: brewing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It just there's one there's one alley that is Gotham. Oh
0: yeah. I mean, and it's got the stairwells like the parasite house kind of. It's like low down there. Yeah. Oh perfect yep. you know there's a bit in parks and rec where it's canonical that half the town is owned by the raccoons oh and i'm imagining that it's kind of like that okay where there's there's normal raccoons odyssey good odyssey and the then town? there's or other furry animals perhaps or just general badness With they just kind of concede half the town okay you know
1: yeah anybody wants to make fan art of that um (laughs) raccoons running odyssey (laughs) just one alley um so it's at this point as they're driving down this alleyway that is just getting narrower and narrower by the second Mm -hmm. um that mary is like hey um why are we doing this yeah why are we running after them (laughs) and it's really good yeah no it's a it's because, a really
0: powerful moment.
1: yeah, her point isn't is not like, you know why, why are we out here wasting our time? It's are we doing this because like we want to help them or are we doing this because we want to like ease our guilty conscience? and like we could be doing this like even if we're like we might be doing a good thing for a bad reason, but we could just be doing a good like why don't we just do a good thing for a good reason?
0: Yeah, exactly, and and that's the beauty of this episode because then as soon as they they kind of round this corner,
1: wait, wait, no, I want to stay on this. N- no, scene no, no, for no, no, I'm little not bit. gonna, I'm not gonna. Oh, okay. Push
0: us past this, but I was just saying that like the minute that they round this like uh, metaphorical, you know, ideological thing, um, they f- and they feel better and they've gotten their heads around it. They're presented with this awesome opportunity that's not the same one as they had before and obviously we'll yeah. get into it when we get there but i just really liked how it was creatively done so that they were able to make it different and still surprise the audience and put out like a good product but also like be able to act out what they just progressed into which is like so cool
1: yeah yeah, Libby, you'd mentioned you had this part written down, like that this was something that jumped out to you.
2: Yeah, I think this was probably the best part of the episode. Um, I mean, because this is kind of what they're getting at. But I even got this vibe, like, earlier on, um, before they started going out on their manhunt. Yeah, sure. Uh, whatever. Man,
0: woman, and child.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Human hunt. Um, wait, no, that's what <doing>.
1: It's a most dangerous game kind of scenario. <laughs> um,
2: Yeah, and they're, like, Jimmy's, like, I'll sleep on the couch. Like, they can mm-hmm. have my room. And, like, they have, like, all of these clothes and stuff. Like, my first thought, like, during that whole thing was, like, they're, I don't think they're doing this to be charitable right now. I think mm-hmm. they're doing this because, like, oh, there's an opportunity for us to, like, uh, better our image or, mm-hmm. like, somehow cover up this mistake that we made and just pretend mm-hmm. that it never happened um but like this is the moment where they realize i don't think we're actually doing this because we genuinely want to help them i think it's because we're afraid to say that we messed up and we want to make ourselves feel better
0: yeah which, which is-, is good and really real yeah that's <laughs> like a- i wish yeah. <laughs> a lot of people would do that and think about things that complexly
2: i mean especially like in the church that's so common because it's like yeah you're just like yeah you help people because that's what god wants us to do right. which is yeah, that is what he wants us to do but like because we're human a lot of our motivations tend to be more right. selfish than that right you want yeah. to do
1: it for like from the heart and not just kind of mechanically yeah
0: mm-hmm.
2: or like out of obligation
0: right yeah, yeah yeah that was my thought was like the, the that kind of like fear of
1: what are other people going to think? And also, like. Also, just the we screwed up. Mm-hmm. Now, like, we must write this. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and to that point earlier of, like, what does the family. Ca- like, they're not thinking at all about the family and what they're going through. They're just going, oh, well, we can, we can, like, let's just go make this better for them. Like, it's yeah. not, it's not like a, hey, like, we could do some things to try and, like, you know, put us, like, make their lives better. It's very much like, oh, we've got, we've got the solutions now, let's go do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And the the solutions that they had were very immediate and very physical, which is necessary, but, like, that's definitely not all of what the family needed. They needed something more long term and something that would like help them more at like the
0: a systemic yeah a systemic yeah Yeah, because if they have to
2: like if they have to sleep in someone's shed because they're trying to get home somewhere like they're obviously not in a good place and haven't been for a while Mm -hmm. right so there's something with more going on that just like a place to stay for the night and like I don't know. A nice dinner will be helpful, but it's not gonna fix anything.
1: Right. Oh man. And I wanna, I wanna put a pin in that note of nuance because it's there's stuff that comes later that I think sheds an interesting light onto what you just said. Um, but so yeah, I just wanna like make sure we we come back to that that thing of like the the family, you know. Um, who is it? Chris and Elizabeth and, and, and Zachariah. Oh, I just realized that we have an Elizabeth on for an episode with Elizabeth. You didn't? Oh, I realized that off I the top.
2: I realized that listening to the episode, and I forgot it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Libby's real name is Elizabeth. Shocker. Yeah. Some um people don't know it. It's true. So, yeah, it's just, it's a... It's a really heartwarming
0: scene. Yeah,
1: but yeah, and I just think it's Right, it's important to recognize that like right, they were trying to just do like the do the friendly Christian thing rather than help this family out of the tough situation that they are in. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's a
0: a topic that I I like that the show is so intentional about talking about which is like doing the right thing for the wrong reason. Uh and I think it's just a topic that pretty much endlessly Um, applies to the church just because of, you know, the nature of the faith and everything like that.
1: And uh, if I dare say it, might apply a bit to episodes we just covered, also written by Phil Lawler, where he takes the opposite stance, and I'm not at all bitter about it. Yeah. But yeah, it just, oh, it's such, yeah, I don't know. This, This scene is just super powerful. I like it a lot. It just, it's got this good, like, clear-cut moral well that, and like, doesn't it finish with um mr barkley praying george? right so so they pull off to the side of the road and and george prays and i we've talked about this a bunch on the show but like odyssey often chooses to cut away from prayers and in this scene decides like nope we're sticking it like you're gonna hear all of this mm-hmm. in a way that i think really works yeah and then, in the Christian Christmas magic moment, immediately after finishing... Immediately. Jimmy points out his window and is like, and sees the family at the end of the block. Yep, and they duck into the Gotham Alley. <laughs> yep. And the car won't fit anymore down the alley, so they have to go on foot. Um, and they show up in this alley, and it's a dead end. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I do think of Parasite. I'm like, yeah. they go downstairs <laughs> yep. into, like, a little, like, hideout. Yeah. Um, where there is a different family. This family is Andy, Leanne, and Nathaniel. L- who does have an accent. Right.
2: It's a southern accent. Yeah. It is. <laughs> you they- say that
1: like that doesn't count. <laughs> no, nah. So, it is... It's, it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> they, I I feel that, though. <laughs> they, they do this thing where they, like, establish that, like, those three, while it is, like, the same setup of, like, father, mother, baby, mm-hmm. they've been there for about ten minutes. So, it yep. wasn't them that they were following running, which adds, like, the... It's our Christmas magic of the episode. Yeah. The fact that, like, oh, they, you know, decide to use them as... As angels, maybe they were angels the whole time. Maybe they were just they didn't want to be at Witt's House and they just ran away. And then now it's angels. I don't think. But that why that's would the they cha- show up? No, why don't. would they
0: give us angels just to take care of them? Maybe is that how that works? I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't. I don't. Does I, God I'm, do not, that? I'm not real big on the angel mythology. I don't feel like I understand. Have like a it's, great. It's complex. Of Those
0: spiritual beings—they're real vague. I mean. <laughs>
1: Yeah. You got any I think, hot angel well, takes? Well, like? <laughs> are not
2: a... angel takes. I have more of a literary take.
1: <laughs> okay, no, 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 that's it. great. we um, yeah. let the English well, major talk.
2: English major. Um, Wearing an English I club think, shirt. Huh? Oh, yeah, I am. Um, when I first... Well, when they first introduced the first couple in the shed, um, and they said that mom was named Elizabeth and the baby was named Zachariah, like, right. we've already discussed that it is like... The Elizabeth and Zachariah in the Bible, right? Of um, course, <laughs> but <laughs>
1: precursor to the Christmas story, yes, yes.
2: But like it is, they are, they are the precursor to Jesus, and um, they act as that in the story. Also, oh, they are symbolic yeah, for yeah. what the Barclays will come to do i guess are the people that they'll actually come to help
1: mm, interesting well put no that's spot on yeah no 100 someone that does literary analysis yeah
0: i you. was gonna say that was very intelligently put I, and i feel like i said i know similar things just way worse yeah the past i was gonna hour say i half. was like I,
1: I i just had a moment of like why do i do this <laughs> yeah <without>? like yeah. <laughs> Like, we talk so much about, like, so story and stuff, but it's always <laughs> from, like, a very, like, pop culture-y way mm-hmm. versus, like, a actually understanding, like, themes and stuff. Motifs. Well, so anytime you want yeah. to back
2: on the show, hey, I can give you that We
1: will day. take you up on that offer. <laughs> hey. We love our returning guests. We do. So, cutting back to, like, my area of expertise and feeling like I, I have a good grasp on this, um... And one of just the other great things this episode does, Andy and Leanne are voiced by the same actors as Chris and Elizabeth. Ah, oh. interesting. Personalities this time. Yeah, they
0: have feelings. <laughs> it is. Yeah, and that's
1: all. I, <laughs> I I wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that baby is not abandoned.
1: <laughs> like, also, well, like, right? I was, I was trying and that's to, why like, I'm here. Yes, because I thought, like, oh, the impact of that is really cool, and I'll probably get to catch you guys off guard with it. I didn't bring it up earlier, but like, I think that is part of the reason that they're so monotone in the first one is, like, oh, yeah. especially with these early Odyssey episodes. The when I mean, we're in year two of the show. They don't have voice actors. They just have people talking in essentially their own voices. And so when you're bringing people on who have to play two parts and really need to differentiate, I think it's hard to do two voices that sound real if you're not actually trained in that, which I think is why they come up so monotone earlier and then hit the accent so hard in the second is because they're really trying to make it seem like different characters while also having, like, the fun underpinning of but they're the same actors. Wow, we're learning so much. Okay. Valuable information. So, like, like it's a fun little, like, kind of Easter egg-y, kind of, like, clever symbolism to have them literally be voiced by the same people. Yeah. But then it's putting strain on these, like, somewhat amateur performers to make two different voices
2: okay that make that, that that makes sense i did get the feeling that they just didn't have the the resources to get good voice actors so it's just like
1: yeah yeah as people I mean, who it, aren't
2: trained and like right that's fair
1: when we cut to like current odyssey like everyone has an imdb page and is in like shows that we've heard of but when we're talking about like the first like five years of the show it is just like someone like it's probably like an administrative assistant at focus on the family stepped Mm -hmm. into the booth to say two lines like this is back when they're still recording at colorado springs i believe this is just like a lot of the writers and producers on the show are also voices. And then, like, the big characters are actually trained. Like, your Wits, your Connies, your Eugenes are all actual voice actors. But most of, like, the small roles are just, like, grab some guy from the hallway. Or, in a lot of instances, like, have a writer's child voice in. Um, so That's really cool. Anyways... Yeah. The backstory for Andy and Leanne and and Nathaniel, baby Nathaniel, who who they don't immediately shorten to Nate, which would have been just funny, <laughs> but they are headed to California, but they were robbed, and they've now been, and they've just been in prayer that God would provide. Yeah, they're, um, they're oh sorry.
0: Oh no, I was just gonna say that they they mentioned that like specifically like they were praying that God would send them some good ones because they've seen a lot of really tough people um in their journey. Yeah. And uh, you know, they're obviously hung out to dry and they're just like, Well, we just wanna stay in in this alley. Like we just right. like we're not hurting anybody, are we? Like we just we just wanna be here and they seem very scared.
1: Yes. That they, they play it well of like that defensiveness of they think that like George is here to like kick them out. Mhm. And so I like yeah. the way that plays. Which makes
0: sense. What Yeah, that's fair. I feel like if I was homeless and I was start getting stalked by somebody in a station wagon, I think that's when I would start running.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, and so so they've been so right. So we established they were robbed because it's Christmas, they like You know, weren't able to do anything, but Andy is planning to, like, says that he's planning to look for work tomorrow. That they're just, like, they just needed somewhere to hang for the day. Yeah. Um, And so...
0: Perfect opportunity for the Barclays to invite them back to their house.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and you get, like, the... Like, the... Yeah, fantastic! Like we're already set up for you, as weird as it sounds. Mm-hmm. Like we'll explain on the way. Just come along with us. um And Leanne saying, "You're an answer to prayer," mm. and George responding, "Like so are you." Yeah, and like that's what we go out on. And as. good Christmas really music. Really nice. Now it's I a wondered... week
0: before Christmas Eve. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, when we're recording, when this yeah. episode comes out, it'll be like three days till Christmas um wow but the the thing that i want to push a little bit with this whether intentional or not one i mean the fact that they were robbed is fun parallel to the barclays previous christmas Mm -hmm. but when we so the family that they took in earlier who we later find out to be angels were a family who was down on their time homeless passing through and found shelter in their shed Mm -hmm. this family that they are having here are on their way to california were robbed Mm -hmm. so they are they can more clearly cut state especially for the conservatism of focus on the family Mm -hmm. they can way more clearly be like these people were a victim of circumstance and safe they are right they, he Andy is going makes it clear that he is going to look for work. Yeah, that he, they're not freeloading. Yep, that they're, they're just down yep. on their and luck. Christians and right, yep. and they've been praying to God. Yep. I'm so glad that you guys all heard that and you're oh, like, I, hmm. I
2: picked
1: up on that. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it <laughs> really. It is. How are
2: we supposed uh, to only help uh, Christians? Adult. Do we need this? <laughs> it is and just definitely southern. They, like they're definitely white like yeah
1: it was just it was the it was the like let's put like a nice the other people could have been this. aliens they had no emotions we have no claim no yeah. way of knowing anything about them they were angels kind of aliens um so
0: <laughs> back up but, to the alien mythology i mean angel mythology yeah. the the thing
1: right that they are really like it is the most Ideal situation in which you could take a family in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it is focused, like kind of giving people an out. It feels like of being like you don't like. Yeah. If, if it's your, such your a kids listen you to this, to this episode, and and like you still have a way that you can like weasel your way out of it. Is the way it kind of feels. Like, you're you're setting up the perfect scenario so that if the scenario is not this perfect in real life, you have an out.
2: Yeah. And if this was the family that was the first family, there would obviously be no episode. Because they wouldn't be hesitant about offering anything to them or letting them stay in their house. Because they have clearly stated their intentions and... Stuff just happened. Um, right. And with the first family, like, they don't really give much information. They're pretty vague. Um, they mention nothing about religion at all. Um, yeah.
1: And then... Interesting if that's what
0: lights. angels are like.
1: <laughs> it's just... Yeah, that, that first... <laughs> that first is going to blow your mind a little bit. <laughs> Which is, you're right. That, that 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 first... Those first people, despite their, like... I. They feel more real despite yeah, the fact that, like, yeah. they will later vanish and be angels. But, no, like, yeah, 100%. They, they their would... situation feels like more of what you're going to run into than, like, the perfect Christmas family who got who were Christians who were robbed and looking for work. Yeah, like, yeah, like most people who it, are, it just it makes it. Help. Right.
2: Are not going to exactly. give you a lot of information about their life.
1: <laughs> well, are not going to give you a lot of information. And the information is not going to be that palatable. Maybe it is. But, like, the the fact that the show is going out of its way to just give us the, the version of it where there's no reason for them to question it. Yeah. When they, they've they, uh, already gone through it. And feel like they need to... Push take themselves. in anywhere. Like, the... <laughs> if you're doing this from a pure story reason, it feels like you do want them to take in a less lovable family to end it. Mm-hmm. But because you're doing it as, like, this conservative media outlet, you're holding back from landing that punch... It just it it feels like
0: the almost like the focus has shifted from the family.
1: It and this was in the nineties, yeah, eighties even. <laughs> but like the just that that thing of like there is more. It's more proof of them showing the love of God if the family like is rougher. Yeah, 100%. But they, like, sanitize them in a way that... Witt's the one that's showing the love of God here, canceling right. his family
0: plans and being taking these people in and being like, yeah, I was just ready to have people over, you know, because that's just what I do because I live alone and I don't have a television, and so when people need my help, I help them.
1: Yeah. Like, and, like, I know... Right. It's, it's a hard thing of this is just... It's not just that this is, like, the, like, conservative Christian ending. This is also, like, the cliché holiday ending. Yeah. Like, you want to be able to end on the line of the person in need saying that they were an answer to prayer and the other person responding, so are you. Yeah. Like, that is a nice, heartwarming way to end. It's just a problem because it makes it feel like, did they really learn the lesson that's that not real life this though. Was supposed, yeah, that's... that like this episode was teaching and what are what are the people listening to this episode taking from it? Yeah. Like yeah, if you find someone who's in need but not your perfect picture of what a person in need is, then you just don't have to help them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well and and so what it does is it creates this idea that like okay, so love is only real with sacrifice, right? But will we can safeguard a certain amount of sacrifice to make it comfortable? you know so we like you said they establish with the dialogue that these people are super safe super approachable no reason to think that this isn't like a white picket fence ending for them you know they're gonna turn their life around and the barclays are just an answer to prayer to help them do that like that right that's what leaves a warm feeling in your stomach but that's not real life and that's not the bible well it's it's
1: it's (laughs) it is the story sets up unrealistic fairy tale expectations for what it looks like to be a good neighbor and help someone in need that's very well put dylan yeah and are you an english major no (laughs) but like and that's and that's the slight (laughs) bummer to this whole thing yeah oh 100
0: Um, i i definitely agree with you and i'm really i kind of figured that you guys didn't Feel so icky about that, and it's like I, I was, was not prepared to be reading into it. I yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was afraid that like that was like, nah, nah, you're just making a mountain out of molehill. But well, like yeah. when so we sat down great. here and you were like, no, this is my beef, and I was like, right,
2: what? So then it's interesting because we all picked up on it,
0: but we didn't say anything.
2: Well, <laughs> well, it, well, it could have been because I mean, it could have been because this is 2020, yeah. and we are much more sensitive to things like that and are much more aware. Mm-hmm. Um, And it could have just been like the times and they're like, yeah, this is like a good thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And then they also could have written it with the intent of their listeners being like, well, that's a little too perfect, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, they, I don't know. they could, but I, I don't. Really I would have liked it
0: if it was a little messier, but I like things I mean, messy. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, but it, I do, it was
2: too perfect.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm not saying it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but right, like, yeah, the the question of like intent of like, well, was that their point was to make it too perfect so that people would like draw attention to that? And I like, I don't know that. It's unfortunately, that meta. think that right that that's giving it a little too, too much, much credit. I I have also thought myself you into this circle. Though, we <laughs> can <laughs> hope because of being an English major. <laughs> well, but it's also just like that yep. it's the thing of like I don't know, having experience with with this show. And and also <laughs> like but, but also like you can read into but like it is a show for kids. Kids are not going to pick up that nuance. That's true. No. That's true. Even if they're listening with their parents, I don't think that like it was designed as a conversation starter. I think it was just putting like a nice bow on things. Yeah, yeah. But that's my two cents. That being said, I still loved it. It still had a huge emotional impact. Obviously, yeah. I cried. Yeah. Um, but like, and like, I I think it I think it works well as an episode. I'm just like, if we are going to talk about it today in 2020 with and talk about it honestly i need to draw attention to what i feel like are its shortcomings oh yeah 100 yeah. percent. I, I keep
0: saying that i definitely agree with what you've said um uh, <laughs> i uh, <laughs> i think that yeah the kind of what i said earlier about being able to separate ourselves like the social dynamic with mary and the writing isn't great but that's nothing new for odyssey you know like we've complained about you know less than optionally written female characters for pretty much the entire length of the show right and they so what we are left obviously have
1: few female writers yeah
0: and like what we are left with is uh, is a pretty good episode and like really good it felt it feels good to watch it like we said like it feels like christmas right to listen to it like i would recommend anybody listening to this if you have access to it to listen to this episode the visitor um visitors visitors sorry thank you uh maybe they are aliens
2: (laughs) but that is still a thing to keep in mind though like you as an english major (laughs) i have had to learn that you can appreciate something that exists um like a piece of work that is well written it's well designed and you can see the shortcomings in it or see the shortcomings in the creator of this piece the
0: only way i've been able to be a kanye west fan <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like
2: i'm i'm like i'm saying that it's it's a, it's good but i'm also saying that this person was a racist or this person yeah. was sexist or yeah whatever like you're it's you're allowed to acknowledge both of them at once Mm
1: -hmm. right you can you can hold in your head both the fact that this person was like a bad person for whatever reason and yet the art they created was still good yeah Mm -hmm. and that is i mean that's almost the premise of this show yeah
0: i would actually yeah is like
1: us not liking focus on the family (laughs) and having beef with some of the writers of the show and a lot of the things it do it does, but also going, this is nostalgic for us, but also good beyond the nostalgia. Yeah. It's good. And trying to write, not, not let things slide by. Like, I think we've been criticized for being overly critical of these shows. And I would push back and say, like, I think it's, important that we are that we are taking them at like that we are digging in and we are not just accepting what they have to say that we're pushing back and like well yeah because at the end of the day we still like them almost always
0: exactly because there's always something i i would say that pretty much every episode that i've covered i've been able to find something redeemable in it um maybe i'm not remembering one (laughs) Maybe modesty is the best policy. Wasn't great,
1: but it at least sounded good. Oh, it did sound great. <laughs> yeah, that is I. That is my my. You the episodes that I really dislike. You'll have noticed that I overly compliment them on sound design. Yes, because I'm like, well, if all else fails, it at least sounds good. The performances are good. Like,
3: yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it right this story is crap i don't like the points they're making but like it sounds everyone's putting effort in
0: there's just a really great teamwork
1: yeah all right (laughs) any uh you guys have closing thoughts for this episode oh
0: sweet sweet heavens no no i don't think i have any other than i like the episode and uh yeah it's is this our third christmas episode yeah that's insane it's our
1: third year wow wow <laughs> oh my god wow <laughs> All right. you no, have the closing no. thoughts yeah i don't know. I, I i mean i feel like we've been doing closing thoughts for like 20 minutes so yes. I feel like the thoughts are closed um so to uh bring us out one because you are our guest is there anything you would like to plug libby Haverstick?
2: i mean (laughs) if you want you can follow my writing account on instagram it's libby have rights
1: hey do i follow you
2: i don't know you should
1: i think i do i will put a link in the show notes
2: that's the only account that is public of mine i will not let you follow my real account
1: neither will i (laughs) (laughs) i'm an idiot (laughs) (laughs) and that's our dynamic um Andrew, anything anything you want to plug here? Not a dime. Okay. No, that was not even a th- not not a dime. Nope. <laughs> yeah, he not nothing to plug for Andrew. I have uh am I plugging I think I'm plugging three things. Whatever. One, uh you, if you are listening to this when it comes out, you have three days to buy our Christmas sweater. So go do that. It is one of my favorite things I've created.
0: He really- did a special design that made it look like an actual knit sweater. It's pretty funky. It's a. Re- it's it's, it's a pretty good cool. Design.
2: Dylan's really excited about it. <laughs> he does a,
1: <laughs> He does good work. <laughs> um, so there's that. You got a couple days left before it disappears. Maybe forever. Who knows. I don't um, know. And then, uh, as is tradition, I think every year I plug this, but uh, my uh, my Christmas playlist is uh, has been expanded. Um, it's on Spotify. I will put the link in the description. It is 75, I think, songs at this point. Wow. With no repeat songs. Um, so awesome. all, and no repeat <laughs> artists? There are repeat artists. Okay. The, the thing with the artists is... They are all artists that I have listened to outside of Christmas music doing Christmas music. Yeah. So, like, you won't find any, like, Amy Grant or Michael Buble stuff on there because, like, I'm specifically choosing, like, these are bands that I listen to otherwise that also did a Christmas song. And there's, like, 75 of them. The playlist is over four hours. Just put it on and and you know enjoy the Christmas. You've got a couple days it's Dylan's left of that. Christmas. Yeah, it leans pretty heavy like alt rock, but you know there are some classics on there.
2: We're into that though.
1: Yeah, I'm into that. I am. Um, and then the the last thing I want to plug just in I don't know it's, it's we're coming to the end of the year and uh, we've been talking a lot about this episode is just a plug for your local food bank. Mm-hmm. Um, mm great time i mean every time is a great time. every time is a great time but as like the classic like it's the holidays and also like for tax reasons the year is coming to an end like there, it's a, covid just, it's been going right. on a
0: long time yeah just <laughs> like well,
1: food banks have been like
0: eradicated by covid essentially yeah like it's not good <laughs> yeah so donate so, if you have the means if you're listening to this and you think you know what I will do that. It doesn't have to be much, but it, it literally everything helps. Yeah. Everything helps, and typically the stuff that uh, you know food drives ask for is very cheap, non perishable goods.
2: Yeah,
0: um, that you can pick up really, really uh, affordably at pretty much any grocer.
2: Or you probably yeah. have it. In or you payment. have it yourself, right. and then you it's just free. <laughs> yeah.
1: right. Clean out your cabin. Right. We all know yeah. you have that can of baked beans that you haven't cracked for like three years now. Oh, we have I mean if that's expired, don't give it. But you you know what I mean. Sure <laughs> years by display. I'm too terrified much. to look at the <laughs> expiration date in our pantry. <laughs> They're, They're canned goods. They were made to like withstand wars. They're probably fine. I mean <laughs> that's fair. Um when your canned goods withstand more than you can. Uh-oh. And uh d- Last bit of housekeeping before we go out. Uh, We came to the close on a saga. We just did our Christmas episode. We will not be back until the new year. And we are coming back with an episode um, that we were sort of setting up with this. But we're going to come back to talk about A Prayer for George Barclay, which is part one of our um, dive into what I am dubbing The Pastor George Barclay Arc. Yay! which is uh us going through george Barclay's call to ministry um and all that that entails so that is what we will be covering in the new year i am super excited for that yeah me too if you like old odyssey it's gonna be great
0: yeah uh, i mean we've oh, i feel like if this nice episode refresher. has established anything it's that we both missed old odyssey and we're excited to cover it yeah i mean we're gonna i'm excited i'm excited for this we've me and dylan have planned out a little bit about what we're going to be covering uh going into 2021 and yeah i'm excited and uh thank you guys for
1: being here for round number three of the christmas episode yeah thanks for thanks for listening to us in 2020 it's been a weird year but it's been uh yeah it's been Been better because of you guys though yeah i i agree all right and with all that being said we will see you in 2021 oh For episode 262, (laughs) A Prayer for George Barkley. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. WADFAM Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lititz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WODFAMChalkPod at gmail.com. The Visitors was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, with special guest Libby Haverstick. It was edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverston, wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.